welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Wednesday night in the room podcast. What's up, people? What is up? Ashley. Hello. Mike Casavant from uh, Purple Alien joining us for the first time. We'll get to uh-huh. we'll get to talking to you all about what's going on with you, uh, your history, and how you got into uh, making people happy with edibles, my friend. <laughs> but uh, Tommy Shayhood, Wednesday night, as always, as always, on the podcast, my guy. How we doing? Uh, I'm doing well, man. How's mm-hmm. everything with you? Very good. Always glad to be back here, dude. Uh, you know, you're not broken up, man. No, feeling good. You know, got some uh, imaging done on my knee tomorrow. Fucking training. Red Sox last night it means nothing. Excellent. Wait, Red Sox win last night. They did. It was uh, in a dramatic fashion, a little bit back and forth. It was a nice one. It was a nice one. Nice. The, the, the clouds parted, and we were able to make it in there. Not like the goddamn Bruins that fucking, Oof. you know, took my heart out. No, yeah, that's fucking tough. three games in a row. And fucking the Celtics, too. The Celtics had a bad fucking. one uh, on Tuesday. Yeah. They're playing tonight, though. Yep. Yep, nice. we're not. We're gonna uh, have to check in on it. Ashley, you had, uh, you had uh, a jiu-jitsu tournament that did. you did very right. well in. It was nice because it was actually a female of my body weight. Okay. For the first time. How was that? Was I saw I saw fun. you uh you uh you had her in a close submission and then uh Yeah, I ended up getting You guys went submission. off the mat and then you yeah. you, you, <laughs> okay. you, you sucked her right in, man. I just kept throwing triangles. Not by choice. I don't I like I feel like I don't think, but that's okay. But it went well, um and then I slammed a bunch of five guys and then I <laughs> Did not move. That's for like, like a that's, while. That, that's it was like great. the celebration, five guys. Yeah. Every time, I think that was like my third competition. But after every single one, I've been just like going straight to five guys. Excellent. There you go. And you yeah. felt confident. You felt good. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, I think that was probably the best, like how I felt conditioning wise so mm-hmm. far, which was nice. And I also appreciated that there was somebody to actually grapple with because yeah. that's been kind of difficult. For some reason, yeah. Well, you're scary. They look at your Instagram and like, fuck no, fuck no. Truth. She's gonna freaking bench me, fucking, you know. Because they do. If they get the name, if they're able to get the names first, they'll look up your your social media. Everything. And, and yeah. Yeah. If they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, the, them tournaments are kind of like a crapshoot. Like they don't know anything. No. What was the tournament? It was a. Uh, it was like a Naga. Yep. Excellent. In what town? Connecticut. Connecticut. Middletown? Connecticut. Cool. Oh, that's yeah. way out there. It was a random place, too, mm-hmm. because we thought it was like a car dealership, but it was like behind a car dealership. Mm. Like Parking a, lot. Another, okay. yeah, almost. Like, <laughs> Factory. <laughs> you never know where those things are going to show up. Yeah, Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get the mic, uh, yeah. my guy, man. Um, what's up, brother? Did you what's up, Mike? originally live in, uh, live in New England? Uh, yeah, uh, so I grew up in uh, Newton. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a nice area. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I lived there for most of my life, and then, I mean, early 20s, started touring. Actually, that's how Ash and I know each other, from yeah. Max, her brother, and then we started touring from, like, I don't know. I was on tour from, like, 22 to 27, give or take, and then, um, yeah, I got off that. And then, I mean, I kind of just moved around a bunch for a couple of years, and then uh, decided that, I guess, uh, Milwaukee was going to be the spot where I moved out to, and uh, met my girlfriend, and kind of never looked back, I guess. <laughs> Well, you spoke about, uh, you know, touring. So, yeah. uh, you know, growing up a musician, would you play? 
Yeah, so I played guitar, yes. and um, <clears throat> it was always kind of like, you know, that was the dream. Yeah, I, I probably, like every kid has something, and I think I, I watched uh, Dimebag from Pantera play for the first time, and yeah, basically yeah. shit my pants, and was like, <laughs> all right, this is something that I gotta do, and <laughs> I think. That's how we uh, roll around here. Yeah, mm. and then like, I think it was th uh, age 13, my dad got me a guitar for my birthday, and um, my mom was like, I can't believe you spent all this money. He's never going to play. And like, you know, eight hours later, five years later, I played every day for eight hours. I mean, religiously. Um, self-taught? Self yeah, self-taught. And then uh, my senior year in high school, I um, I was, uh, I, I knew I, I knew music was my thing like for a while. But coming into my senior year, I was really like, this is all I'm going to do. I need to get the fuck out of Massachusetts. And I want to go on tour. And start a band and shit. And um, I started taking this these lessons from uh, a classical guitar player that like changed my entire life. <laughs> you know, especially being a metalhead and like you know, I, I was so into heavy shit. By that point, he was like, "Well, that's cool, but like, let me show you like these other guitar, these other styles of music that you know you can you can uh, sort of absorb and, and do something with that with with, with your style." Some actual and, theory um, of it. Was that some actual theory of it? Yeah, for sure. Yep. And, um, you know, I was always into songwriting and like, I, you know, I could watch guys from my friends that were like the most ridiculous players that could tap and all this shit. And I was like, that's cool. But like, I want to write songs, you know? And so that's where like, I remember meeting Max the first time and watched him play bass. And I was like, I don't care what the fuck I have to do. I need to get this kid in the band with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and like, uh, I just remember like, the first time I convinced him to come down and jam with me, we rewrote like three songs that night. And, I, and he was like, whoa, this is fucking, <laughs> this is kind of cool. And then, um, you know, it was kind of love at first sight after that. And then I just had to keep convincing him every day, like, hey, let's let's get the fuck out of here and go on tour because your band sucks and we should, we should write a band together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so how long, how long before you guys got together that you, you know, you started touring together? Like, uh, what was that timeline? So let's see, I met Max when I was nine. I think I was nineteen, uh, just about nineteen. And then, let's see, uh, demo put out twenty. Uh, we got signed when we. I was twenty-two, so yeah, probably like two and a half, three years after we met. No shit. So you did so you played locally in the, the the Boston area and stuff that stuff stuff that like that when you first started. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, we, we started playing out locally and then I kind of, I've always been very like business minded and shit. So like, I kind of saw what was happening with us and I was like, you know, everyone's, I don't want to play to our friends every fucking weekend with all our drunk asshole friends. And their girlfriends. <laughs> you know what I mean? And plus, plus there was so many, like, there was so many local bands. I remember they were, they were, they play like, Bill's Bar Friday night, fucking some like they, they, they were just playing like every night, every weekend, and I was like, this is such an oversaturation. No one gives a shit. Mm -hmm. And so I remember actually Max and I talking about that, and I was like, dude, let's just I want to book us everywhere where no one know, where no one knows us, so we can actually earn fucking fans. Like that's the only way we're gonna do this thing. And so this is back in like the heyday of MySpace. So mm -hmm. I got like I we used to book shows on that. Like I, yep. I would literally like. Find like the cutest girls and be like, "Hey, uh, you promoters." Like, <laughs> that would be super sketch. Um, and then, but honestly, I, I we booked like uh, I don't know, almost a month and a half tour through fucking MySpace at one point. That um, was a good music thing on there. Was that? Oh, that was, it was huge. Yeah. Like it was. It I was actually, 
I miss the days of MySpace, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool experience. Music was huge on that, is what I remember. It was a good way yeah. to push your shit and get it, everyone yeah. seeing it. Tom was really cool because he didn't really care what people said, so that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it wasn't like Zuckerberg here over here. So so that band that was touring, what was the what was the name of that band? Uh, that band was called Burn uh, Burn in Silence, and we got uh, put uh, signed to Prosthetic Records, and then put out a record in uh, what the fuck was it, July of two thousand six. Um, you know, and it was like the best and worst times of my life mm-hmm. with that project. You know, um, I always said to Max, I remember like we got signed, and then it was like a year and a half later. I think we broke up, or at least like he, yeah, it was it was a kind of a nightmare um, situation with our label. Like you know, every every band has that story. But, yep. It's kind of a shit show, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Politics, I guess, if you looked at, <laughs> you know, at the time. But, um, you know, it was, like I said, I, I mean, I, I look back at so many of those memories of, like, the greatest in the, so, so many regards and still friends with a lot of, mo- a lot of mo- those musicians today, too, which is cool. Yeah, um, you still play now as far as just for yourself? Uh, you pick up the guitar ever, every so often and strum it, or are you done? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I have, like, my acoustic and, like, my Les Paul and a couple other things set up. Um, you know, it's like, when I have time to do it, I definitely, like, I, I go back to being, like, 13 all over again mm-hmm. and just fucking riffing. It's great, but um, I definitely, it's, <laughs> time's definitely more challenging these days, for sure. I mean, we, you know, we have a lot of things going on on the, on the regular, so... Having more downtime, um, I have a hard time with it. Typically, <laughs> I'm a workaholic, so kind of, kind of hurts sometimes. <laughs> well, as far as now, uh, Max is doing great things, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do I do? You, do you go see him and go, "What the fuck, man"? Uh, you know, look, look where you came from, and do you ever get? Do you ever think back and go, "Man, I could be up on that stage," or is that is that not a, a passion that you know? You know, that's something in the past and you oh, don't sure. you don't think of it like that. So the two answers to that. One, I always like I'm talented. I always know I'm talented enough to be on the stage performing. There's no like I know that. And it really for me it's like, all right, if I sit in my room for the next week and I don't do anything else but play my guitar and prep for a show, I know within seven days I'll be ready for it. Like I, I know that. But um, you know, the thing for me was after after that band, I joined a band called the Acacia Strain for about a year and a half, two years. That was a really cool experience. Um, but even then, I think um, I think I realized that like I love the preparation of like being in the studio, writing songs, orchestrating shit. Like that's one of my favorite places to be. Um, and then touring was great, but it also sucked so much at the same time. You always hear that. And so. Well, especially touring in a metal band. It's, I mean, when you're just starting, it's fucking miserable. Like, I mean, it's funny because Max's band now, Black Dahlia, like, I remember talking to those guys, um, shit, like 2007, 2006, and they were like, we didn't tour, like, that bad, dude. Like, even in the, in the beginning stages, they were like, you guys had it horrible. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we had a really kind of rough go at it. But it was, um, but it also, you know, it's interesting because I, I look back at it, though, and I think that was my earliest sort of start of, entrepreneurial mindsets and and like you know i i always you know it's weird like i always felt like i got along with everybody that we ever toured with always had great experiences with it but i always felt like different like i I was always kind of like well i'm not just a band dude i'm not you know i mean i don't want to just party all the time like i was always very like always reading and shit you know and um i don't know and i always felt like probably disconnected i think to a lot of the stuff because 
I, I never really met people that were like thinking like me. I, I mean, Max always was, but um, just in, in, in that way. So I don't know. I think I kind of got to the point where it was sort of like, maybe this isn't the right, like the thing I worked so hard for all my life, I got, and I was kind of like, huh, I don't know if I'm fulfilled with this, you know? <laughs> well, I say, careful what you wish for. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so from there, Ashley tells me that you are, you know, a, a, a personal trainer or you were into fitness, you were doing yeah. something along those lines, you might have owned a gym in the past, like, how'd you, yeah. were you always, uh, like, kind of working out while you were touring, like, you were into yeah. fitness and stuff like that? You know, it's funny, Matt, I actually have a really good story about this, so we were on tour uh, with this band called Clifton from um, Utah. And it was our first night playing with them. We were in Wilmington, North Carolina, Yeesh. at a venue called the Soapbox. And, oh, Max, and I, Max and I were like, "This is like we had like sandbags. Like again, we didn't have. We, we were so broke, so we had like sandbags and like cement blocks. And so we're like literally in this parking lot, fucking <laughs> screaming, throwing shit around. And so, the, <laughs> uh, so Donnie, um, who is he, I think he was the road manager or tour manager or guitar, whatever the fuck. For Clifton, he, he, I mean, after we became friends, he's like, dude, when we pulled up, like, they were terrified to tour with us. They're like, oh, man, these fucking dudes from Boston, they're going to, like, kick your ass, like, bunch yeah. of emo kids from fucking Utah. And, um, we, and they, he's like, of course, they pull in, and they see us. Max and I are, like, fucking throwing, like, blocks around each other. And I'm, like, slapping him in his face. And Donnie was like, I don't want to get out of the fucking band. I don't want to get these guys are gonna fucking eat us alive, and um, and then of course we all became like the best of friends, and like you know it was awesome. But just that story like of that. Um, so Max and I were always doing like prison yard workouts mm-hmm. on tour because we didn't have enough money to do anything, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean you know it's interesting because I was a football player growing up and shit. I was athletic and stuff, but um, got into like powerlifting and strongman training and shit for you know a bunch of years, and that was great. Um, and so I think like. Right after Acacia Strain, my last gig was 2010 in England, and I remember, like, seeing this band that was, like, in their 40s uh, that played this festival that we played, and they were, like, still trying to do it, and, you know, eating, like, SpaghettiOs out of a fucking can, and I just remember thinking, like, I can't, like, I can't do this. Like, this isn't, like, like, I, I knew the writing was on the wall for me at that point because... It was just like Acacia Strain was cool. It was a really great experience, but like I, I was just ready for something else. And um, at the time, I remember Brandon from Bleeding Through had started this thing called Rise Above Fitness, and I was like, you know, I should probably get into training. I feel like that's something I could probably really, you know, really do good with. And then um, reached out to this gym um, TPS that I used to uh, work at. And uh, reached out to the owner, and then I was like, "Dude, I'm really interested in your uh, internship program." So I went in, did the whole thing, um, and then was there for about a year or so, and then started a company called Iron Force Athletics, and um, had that for about six and a half years, and had my my gym and all that shit. So yeah, it was pretty rad. But that's actually honestly too where I started getting really savvy more online because I started a secondary business for CrossFit athletes, um, men and women, like it was more the master's division. And we ended up having almost like a thousand or 2000 people Jesus. At one point around the world. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Uh, actually Max built my own website too for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was wild. And you know, and same thing, that was a really cool experience. And I kind of got to that point and I was like, wow, this is 
like I, it was a great time made a lot of great friends trained a lot of awesome people had a lot of clients go to the crossfit games some won. i mean it was fucking nuts nice. but um yeah and then same thing i kind of like i didn't want to write another like push-up article anymore i was over I was like, <laughs> you know I, it was like same thing it, I, it's almost like when you um I remember when I was a kid, I worked at Newberry Comics uh, for like a winter or something. And it was like, I used to go there all the time to buy, to buy records and shit. And then I remember working there. I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, this and you're like, I don't need to fuck out of this. And, um, and it's funny because everyone used to always be like, oh, it must be so cool having a gym. I'm like, dude, I never even work out here. I go down the street to my buddy's gym because I, I didn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah. 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 You yeah. never get anything done. People yeah. be all Literally. over you. You know what I mean? You don't want to take uh, your work home. I have a thousand questions right now. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to be all answered at this at this yeah. moment. Well, right? that's wow, kinda, that's kinda, training. That's kind of like when the like the electrician's house has all fucked up electricity at their house because they don't want to do oh, it yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. top of this house is falling down yeah. and they fucking yeah. build a mansion. Exactly. Like yeah. that. exactly. Fuck, man. So, my man, so it looks, you know, it seems like anything you put your mind to uh, and then you start, you know, really going through the, the, the motions of it, you, you get good at it. and But mm-hmm. it seems like you get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as this, you know, this, uh, this, the, the, the company with the gym and stuff, is that something you couldn't just hand it off someone and just been the leader and let them take it over? Did you end up selling all that? Like, how, how did you get out of that? Or are you still dabbling in that, in that a little no, bit? I don't really dabble in it. I mean, you know, it was, it was a really cool situation because uh, the owner of the facility, I mean, this place was like, oh God, I don't even remember. It was like uh, almost 45,000 square feet or something. But we ended up having like uh, about 3,000 square feet. And then after about, I don't know, four months um, of being there, it, we started like already growing so much. And so I, we ended up knocking down one wall, moving into this other area. Um, and it was like, it was killer. And then I kind of had this idea to um, our landlord. And I was like, why don't we get more trainers in here that do different things? So it's like, we had a boot camp uh, woman that did like some body burn boot camp shit. And we had like me focusing more so on strength, like really more so strength. That was our biggest thing. Um, we had a uh, boxing coach. We actually, our friend Dave was a um, uh, mixed martial arts coach, so he was in there a lot. We had like road teams and shit. We had a kind of a mix of a lot of different coaches. And I kind of realized that was, uh, I actually was kind of a cool business model because every, every trainer that you meet typically is like, oh, I need to go do my own thing, right? But then what happens is the upfront cost is usually astronomical to go and do it. So they yeah. end up staying in a shitty place with a shitty position or a shitty job, whatever. So this is kind of more of like a, about a, between six months to 18 months for people to transition into, you know, their own, own business model. Um, so it was kind of like a great place for them to, you know, kind of grow, expand, and then eventually go off to do their own things. Some people stayed there uh, for a couple of years, actually, after I left. But um, yeah, it was kind of one of those things. Once I was done with it, I was sort of like, cool, like, you know, I'm, I'm cool and, and, I, and just kind of moved on. Well, mm-hmm. let's move on, bro. We're gonna get to the edibles. Why, you know, the main reason we just wanted to get a backstory of you. Yeah, I mean, totally. Tommy cool. is a huge metal man. Uh, yep. You know, he knew uh, Ashley's brother's band right yep. away. Black he Dolly, almost of fell, course. He almost fell out of the chair when he found that when she said the name. He's like, yeah. "Are you that Black Dolly Murders is your brother?" Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm a know, grinder. Yeah. Uh, past in the past, I mean, I'm old older than all you guys, but I was a yeah. drummer in. Um, yep in the heavy metal bands all growing up. 
kind right. of in the form of like Megadeth, and then we uh, thrashing. Yeah, thrash. We we did a lot of originals, played a lot of like original bars and and clubs, and it was sort of the same thing. We'd be playing. You know, around like, and, and the same people would show up throwing up on the fucking pissing in the corner. Oh, yeah. You know, want, wanting to get in for free. We were, oh, we yeah. had to pay the sound man to like do oh, our God. sound and shit like that. Yeah. And then we started like, you know, you know, going off into New York and playing. And it was even worse then because no one knew us and we were treated kind of like shit yeah. at that point. You know what I mean? And then, um, you know, I started playing in like cover bands in there and then, you know, Life got in the way, uh, you know, met a girl, had a baby, and then she's like, you got to stop this. It's not going to, you know, and I stopped <laughs> it. But I actually started playing drums again and taking lessons uh, about eight or nine months ago. I actually have an electronic kid in here. I'm, I'm Down the line, I'm going to get Max in here and, uh, yeah, you know, and I'm going to try to shred with him a little bit. And maybe, <laughs> maybe Ashley can sing or yes. something or lift weights while we're doing that. I don't know. I'll do both. But yeah. <laughs> She can, play, she can play something. That I'll bring a tambourine or in or something. A recorder, please. But we're going to get into edibles now. But before yeah. we do that, uh, we have a couple of your packages here. And we're going to show them. Tommy's going to actually open. I think we opened it uh, last week. And they popped it. Now, Mike, I haven't taken anything yeah. in over 10 weeks. Um, so smoking. Excited. And I would smoke all day. And breaks that work. And I don't condone that. Like, I don't yeah. condone not doing it. You know? Tommy, Tommy knows. Like mm -hmm. he heard my, you know, smoke his cough and shit like that. <laughs> but when uh, Ashley came in here and uh, you know we met you, you know, heard about you, we were checking out your website. I'm saying, uh, you know, I've taken edibles in the there past. Is. There it um, is. You're gonna have well, you can have a gummy or whatever. <laughs> that might be, like but um, you know, I hooked up with you, and I, you know, I don't want to smoke. But taking yeah. edibles, I mean, I love the feeling of being high and feeling that, oh, you know what I mean? But I'm going to nice. take my first... Don't seal that because I am taking one. <laughs> I am going to take my first uh, form of THC tonight. Mm. Yes. And I don't know. I don't know if it, it probably won't hit me until after the show. Couple but hours. I'll definitely, I'll definitely uh, talk about it next week on our yeah. podcast. But let's talk about how you, uh, you know, got into your next, so, uh, you know, your next... The best opportunity and got into edibles and and all this sure. here we go first um, of all here it is cheers yeah. cheers it's so good these peanut butter cups are fucking the bomb by the way like, throw the bag right oh, there yeah. oh first of all mike yeah you spoke about max doing the website and stuff like yeah. that who does the artwork for the for the packaging mm -hmm. so all the packaging designs like conceptually like i'll sit down and come up with like all these weird ideas and then my business partner kelly and i will sit down and i'll be like all right these are the names of the new ones she'll be like ah this one's great these two are maybe not so we go back to the drawing board she's like the best balance for me because she'll always be like whenever whenever i i think something's great or I'm like, oh this is it she'll be like Yep. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. And then it's like, but then she makes me like rethink something, and I'll be like, oh, maybe you're right. And then I'll sit down with it for another 20 minutes or whatever, and then come up with the idea. But um, yeah, so we found actually she found this guy named Brian Allen. Uh, you should check him out. Um, and Definitely. he's worked with like Metallica and DC Comics and all these like you know really big you know prominent uh, brands and companies and shit. And so. As you guys can see, the artwork isn't necessarily like a normal brand packaging, right? We wanted to have a really visual uh, aesthetic that pulls people into the world of what we're trying to create with Purple Alien. Um, and I think that kind of goes back to my music background. Like the only way I discovered music when I was a kid 
was by the artwork. Hell so yeah. that's the thing. That was my first visual to be like, oh, I'm going to buy this album because the fucking, like, Ride the Lightning, when I first saw that album, I was like, this is I'm buying right now. And, like, Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, it was like the artwork spoke to me, so that is why I bought it. Old school Cannibal was, Corpse. Yeah. What's that? Old school Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those ones are wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. That I haven't, was... like, seen the new packaging yet, and I walked in, and, like, before I knew what it was, I was like, oh, that, look, that looks like a metal band. That's really cool. Yep. And then I realized it was secret. It is. Definitely. Oh, it's fucking awesome, man. Totally uh, metal. You know, there was, when I showed it, when we did that, you know, when we had um, Sahiban, and we were, yep. or John, John Duma we had in. Yep. And I was showing the packaging off. People were like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the yeah. it's just, the, the packaging of it uh, really sells it. Yep. Uh, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't just look like a, a black, you know, bag and, and a logo on it. It's it's something that you really put your heart into. Oh, dude, totally. Such and, and as you, like, so basically, that was our whole point. Like, we had, I remember, God, we met with some branding agencies a couple of years prior that were like, you know, $30,000. We're going to make you guys, like, you know, whatever. And I remember them, like, just, it, it was so basic in fucking, like, phoning it in to me. It's like, because most brands will have one one item and then change the colors of the same design and then that's that's the differential right yeah. for us we were like that's just bullshit like mm-hmm. i was like yeah. we want we want these packages to be like these like very cool visual art experiences and then you know if we're looking at like album names and covers and shit like well let's name our edibles something different and unique for each one we put out and so um and we couldn't just go to some 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 average artist either so when we found brian we were like holy shit, this dude can definitely take this world to a whole different level. And I remember I remember the first time we started working with him, he was like, I got to be honest, guys, you're the most difficult clients I've ever worked with. <laughs> like, and, and the reason being is because we're so specific. So, like, it could be, hey, Purple Alien's arm, can you move it, like, a quarter inch down? And it's, like, like little things like that yeah. because, you know, for us, it's like, it's like recording a song. If the snare hits weird... And I hear something. That's all I'm gonna hear for the rest of my fucking yeah. life. So we're gonna redo it. Um, so it's the same kind of concept. And the first round was a little iffy with Brian, just because we he was trying to feel us out and vice versa. But now always. that we have worked with him a couple more times, he's he is fucking amazing. So yeah, I'm glad you guys like the artwork. It's great. <laughs> it's definitely so. How long have you been uh, have you been doing this business? When did you guys get started? Yeah. And how did you how did you come up with? Hey, I'm gonna start. Uh, you know making edibles and, and going yeah. that route. Sure. Um, okay, so prior to prior to like the pandemic and lockdown and all that shit, um, the couple of years prior, we had been working, uh, Kelly, and I had been, Kelly and I had been working in the um, uh, sweets and snacks space. We had a, fr- a friend of ours that worked with like a lot of master chocolatiers and like uh, all these like Funny, real gourmet gummy makers yeah. and shit, right? And so he he was like, I was always really good at, with sales and stuff. So he was like, dude, you guys should just work with us on, on you know whatever and sell some of our products. We're like, yeah, sure, whatever. But we were more interested in like you know CBD and, and cannabis and trying to figure out this merger of like really high quality uh, gummies and kind of more gourmet and, and things of the sort, and then merging it with cannabis. And I kept saying to like some of these brands we were, we were working with, I'm like, guys, like there's this massive opportunity in the cannabis space for really high quality shit that tastes actually good mm-hmm. that will get you fucking really high. And none of them wanted to touch it. And then <clears throat> we got asked to um, help this startup in um, Arizona called the Zuna. 
Um, they're now defunct, thankfully, because they were a nightmare. Um, <laughs> but they had um, reached out to us through a mutual friend, and the owner, um, Gary, and I had like kind of connected. But that was like, he was like, dude, you guys have this crazy vision. You're really good with all these other areas that I'm not. Let's build this brand together. So that kind of got us into this like Wall Street-esque guy that was approaching an industry for the wrong reasons. And I kind of, I sort of spot, we spotted that pretty early on. And um, that lasted maybe six months to a year of working with him. And by the end of it, we were like, let's just do our own shit. Fuck this guy. He's a piece of shit. Let's go. Yeah, that um, we, the thing is, by that point, we had all our farm partners already lined up. We had all these like, great people. And we're like, we're doing all this shit for these guys. Why don't we just do it for ourselves? Mm -hmm. And so um, then uh, a couple of months before, I think it was the, towards the end of 19, uh, this dude um, and I were talking, a, fr a friend of mine from Arizona, about like, he, he went to an EDM show or something and he was smoking a cigarette and he said like all these people were staring at him and like kind of giving him the look of a thousand deaths. And they were, he was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just smoking a hemp cigarette. <laughs> And so he was like, I wish they had them visibly different. So people knew right off the bat, like I wasn't smoking a cigarette. And that's what, and I was like, oh yeah, you could wrap it in like a purple cone and call it a purple alien. And I said it and I was like, that's mm -hmm. fucking cool. I, I really like that name. And, um, and anyone who's like a big weed head knows that there's, there's, a, there's a strain called purple alien. But um, I just remember saying it and I remember calling Kelly, Kelly and I was like, this is kind of a fucking sick name. I think we could do something with this. Um, you know, we sat in there for a few months, lockdown happens, nothing's going on, obviously. And she's like, we need to do purple alien. And I was mm -hmm. like, I think you're right. And then I just went, you know, down the rabbit hole and we kind of built the whole thing. And then it was like, what are we going to make? <laughs> and so we're <laughs> right? so we like, all right, we have, we have this concept, but what are we going to do with it? And then we kind of dove into pre-rolls for a while and we were like, all right, wow. We started, we, that started picking up a lot. Actually now, well. now uh, the pre-rolls was, is, was that THC, CBD or, or yeah. just strictly, what was that? Yeah. So that was regular, regular THC. Uh, it was actually a combo. I called it, um, actually Max actually designed this for us too, <laughs> <laughs> uh, early on, but it was called the Trace Diablos and, and it was like, <laughs> It was, I think it was, was it three grams? Fuck, I don't remember. But it was like CBD flower, uh, a moon rock, and a THC. And it was oh. unreal. It was Give me so it. Give good. me it. What is a moon rock? Oh, my God. <laughs> you need this in your life. <laughs> it's very, yeah. It's like a very sticky flower. It, it's, mm. I, I forget what the fuck is even the color. So it's, a, so it's a bud dredged in oil covered in keef. Like that's a, what it is. Oh yeah, like, yeah I've uh, seen yeah. them. They have beautiful yeah. looking. Yeah. They're like yeah. Yeah, yeah. green oh, lines sticking. It, it, yeah. it like, and it's funny because we have we have a buddy of ours that uh, deals out here, and he was like, "Man, I can't keep like you guys need to give me like two hundred of these fucking things." And I was making them by hand, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm oh, like, yeah. it took me fucking forever to get twenty of these." Moon rocks suck to make. And um and so again, we had that for a bit, but we were like the top the the um the return on time wasn't there for us so we were like well we should look into edibles then let's figure out that because I, I have a cook background and I, i've always kind of dabbled of course them. he does uh, you know the guy's <laughs> a, he was a pro golfer at one time he probably, <laughs> probably, probably designed the fucking uh, you know a rocket ship i don't know everything <laughs> <laughs> But there was, uh, yeah, so then we started kind of, you know, dabbling with different recipes and shit. And then 
we had a buddy of ours from Boston um, that he had been making edibles for a long time. So he, we basically did a Zoom call. And I was like, how do you do this shit, dude? Like, I was like, I understand, like, recipes and shit. But then when you start infusing, yeah. there's a whole si- mathematical science to the shit that, like, you know, and I was never a good student. So <laughs> math student, anyway. And, um, That's serious lab uh, shit, too. We did one, this one sesh with him. And it was like, oh, okay. I think I, I get that. Our first time making edibles was atrocious. It was like a fucking nightmare. It was so bad. And it took us probably, you know, 10, 10 or so tries to really like get our groove with it. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it was one of those things we were kind of like, we knew our gummies once we once we nailed those, those were going to be a really good seller for us. And they have been. They're definitely our number one seller for sure. Um, and it was just like, but we, we knew kind of coming into it, we just wanted to make a product that, without the infusion, should be something that people want to eat, right? And so many, so many of the edibles I've had in the past, it was like they just weren't palatable enough for me. Yeah, and I've shit. always thought yeah. that, like, well, <laughs> if you take the infusion out, is this something that you actually want to enjoy to eat? And not one edible I've ever had prior, really, was that was worthy of that title. Can I can um, I interrupt you because that yeah. pe- that peanut butter cup was? Yeah. F- I want to eat the whole fucking bag right now. <laughs> I would eat That's those without weed. That's how good it was. Yeah. Like, as soon as I ate it, I was like, I was like. <laughs> yeah. That's like a cookie. It's like a cookie with a peanut butter like, cup oh in it. It was like, oh my, it was like how grandma yeah. used to make yeah, yeah. I was I, like, I, holy so, shit. So, so Steve, that's exactly the reaction that we want. We, yep. we basically want to be the bakery of the edible space. And, yep. you know, and like, like it's something that you would have like fresh out of the oven mm. or as close to it. Um, you know, it, it, because again, like. That comes back to like as you guys see with the artwork, with the attention to detail, what we put into the edibles. It's like I, I don't like hype. I just like things to be like, look, like let let it speak for its fucking self. Mm-hmm. Like you guys go try it. You come back and tell me. And I remember early on, this one guy was like, "Well, isn't Delta Eight like diet weed?" He's like, <laughs> I, "It won't work for me." And I said, "Dude, listen, fucking buy it. And if you if this doesn't get you high, and he." Uh, he uh, Ash, he bought a cereal bar, the thousand milligram cereal. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yes, he, he ate the whole thing. <laughs> so we make these fucking a thousand milligram uh, cereal bars. Okay? I can chop them up. Yeah. Yeah, just a oh. square, right? Like you know, <laughs> fucking thousand. That's a thousand. Mi- so now it's so funny, it. dude. When we first released that, I was like, I don't know if anyone's gonna buy these. But what we, what we figured out, our buyers are either like Monsters. fifteen to thirty milligrams. Or a hundred to and, and a thousand. That's it. Like, Tommy. So that's that's Tommy. Stuff. Tommy's a hundred to a thousand, man. <laughs> I take <Yeah>. that thousand. <laughs> but also, though, those are kind of those bars. I mean, if it's a thousand, you go to a party, you break that up. Everyone's fucking. Oh, you yeah. know. Oh, totally, you know what man. I mean? It's oh. like we had actually a girl last year. Um, she ate the whole thousand. No. On, do you remember that, Ash? No. <laughs> I was gonna say her name is a Ashley. Horrible thing to do. <laughs> I was, and she's like, she's like this little petite, like four. I think she's like four nine, four ten. She's super small, right? And I'm like, oh my god! But I'm like, please don't eat the whole thing. And she's like, dude, yeah. I'm a G with this shit. I'm like, fuck. She ate the whole thing. She's on on fucking Instagram live, like playing, or she's on her Twitch channel playing video games. Oh, no. I'm watching, like we're gonna get sued. I'm like, <laughs> she's gonna die. Like, she's, she's gonna keel over. <laughs> and she was like, "Well, man, this is really fucking killer." Like what? I- she was high as hell. Kept yep. smoking weed on the same time. I'm like, what? 
monster. I would be the morgue right now. Not <laughs> she wasn't a good spokesmodel for the the product, I guess. She was like really? an she was an alien yeah. herself, man. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, that was nuts. Oh my uh, god. But no, man. She, yeah. So that, but she ate the whole fucking thing, and I was like, so what'd you think? And she was like, they taste fucking amazing. Yep. They got me super high. Whatever, it was great. But yeah, there was a guy that I, I remember I sold one to, and he, I was like, look. If you don't get high off this, I will completely refund you. And he's like, really? I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I, dude, I, yes. So he got it, and then you know, he buys four bars from us every month. Now. Nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck, man. He's yep. Tommy. Uh, yeah. He's fucking Tommy, yeah, right. man. God. And that guy was me. <laughs> so, so Mike, all right, so I want to ask the, you know, a little yeah. bit about the process. But before that, you're in Wisconsin, correct? Yeah. Do you supply uh, like dispensaries or, you know, how, how do you get the product out other than, you know, sending it to people that, that need it uh, through, you know, your process? Do you have sure. stores that you, uh, that, that stock it for you? Yeah. So we actually, we literally just started selling about a little, a little over a year ago to a place called um, uh, Holistic Connections. It's located in a place called Lake Geneva, um, Wisconsin. It's a beautiful, actually, it's kind of like, I always say it's kind of like Cape Cod, Rhode Island, and New Hampshire all combined into one area. It's kind of it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, Without the but, accent. <laughs> um, and so we've been selling at his store for a while now. And then he actually, I just met with him yesterday, and he was like, "Dude, you guys like you're you are our hands down our number one seller in the store." So he's actually now getting rid of products to keep like let, yes. let, basically getting rid of less to have what we you know what we do awesome um and that's part of our whole strategy with going into retail because I mean, right now we've been doing it you know i mean i guess if you want to call it un- under the radar uh, i mean we, but we're fully i mean we have our attorneys and shit we're not like a fucking you know we're not amateurs at this mm-hmm. but um you know now our website's gonna be live i think it's gonna be in about two weeks finally okay. so i'm really pumped about that um, but you know, even with the retail sector, coming back to when I mentioned earlier about the band, like I never wanted to oversaturate markets. Right. So the same thing, we're taking the same approach with, with purple alien. We're like, Hey, if we're selling in fucking, uh, Rhode Island, somewhere in Rhode Island, we're not going to sell in, in a vicinity from around there and no one else. Cause I, I want that store to be special enough to know that like, well, fuck, like they're going to, here's the thing. If you own a dispensary. And I say, look, we're going to go exclusive with you guys in this area. We, we won't sell to anyone else, like, within a certain mile radius. Um, you're going to push our product a lot more, right? Because yeah. now there's more incentive for you to be, well, shit, like, you can't get this anywhere else but right at the store. Yeah. So that's what happened with at, um, Holistic Connections, too. Like, there was other stores around there that wanted us to go in there. We told them no. And they kept, I mean, we I, honestly, we tell people no, like, weekly that want us to go in their stores. We're like, nah, man. We, either there has, to, there has to be the right fit. Um, or, you know, we just want to make sure that it's aligned with who, you know, we are as a brand and what they sell currently. And if we feel feel like their audience would be a good fit. Um, so we're, we're, particular about the retail sector, but we do everything, honestly, right now, uh, direct to consumers. So that's been kind of our sweet spot. So as far as the process and, uh, I mean, I don't know what goes into edibles where you get, but do you have, you, I would imagine you have an outside source that gives you the, the THC or the product that you infuse in these things, right? Yeah. Good question. Yeah, now, totally. n- now, as far as, um, you know, baking and do it, uh, do you solely do that in yourself or do you have uh, other employees that kind of, you know, you took under your wing or in processing this for you? Yeah. So we basically have uh, myself and Kelly and then 
We have about four other people that we're going to be bringing on the summer. Um, and, you know, and that's been really exciting for us because, we, you know, we bootstrapped everything. We've turned down fucking investors that want to invest in us. And, you know, we did it. it, it put it this way. We, we took a slower approach. Um, I think last year would probably been a more ideal time to really go guns blazing. But I'm also okay with it because we took a little bit longer to kind of get some bearings in place. Um, also build up enough, you know, street cred, if you will, um, with the, with this industry, and you know we're not a fly by fly by fly by night you know brand at all, and it's something that we believe in that you know can kind of surpass a lot of um, a lot of things. And you know it's funny because for most of my life I've always felt like like I was ready for the next thing, and then when we started doing this, there's so many things that we can build around it that encompass it that I'm the most creatively fulfilled I've ever been. So it's like <laughs> you know I wake up every day ready to fucking kill the world in the best way <laughs> well as far as the products my my god i'm gonna go to your instagram uh in a little while as we talk but you know i know you're full of ideas i mean they just flow out of you i mean you have uh, i mean a ton of products that you infuse man who comes up with the 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 kind of ideas and who's who tests this stuff because you said in the beginning you guys it took you like 20 tries to like get it right Who's trying this shit? Where can I apply? And, and, yeah. How do, how do we get it? How do we get on the board of a uh, fucking testers? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll put you guys on our list. So basically, I, I told you this before. Like, whenever we have like new products, I'll we have like a list of like twenty to thirty people that were like, okay, we know we're gonna send all of them samples and like yep. everyone's feedback mm-hmm. because it's like that's the beautiful thing right now because we have enough you know users that we know okay, we know like what this one handles, what they buy. And like, so if we're doing something maybe higher potency, we have like our 15 people that are like, all right, yeah, these guys, great test subjects. They're, they they understand the products and all that shit. So give us um, some feedback. So, yeah, we'll add you guys to that list. No problem, I promise. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll take, we'll, we'll take them every fucking podcast and we'll, like, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll chime Absolutely. in the next podcast yeah. while we're taking the next one. An hour hey, well, before. that was fucking incredible. We'll, we'll, we'll check in on Instagram live at like 3 a.m. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do a fucking podcast from my bedroom. I'm looking spider crawl <laughs> on the wall. It's yeah. on. Your question. Um, so what what happens is we go through this rigorous process, and everything that we do is pretty rigorous. But the the process is basically Kelly and I are exceptional at finding raw ingredients and figuring out the best raw ingredients to to make an item with. So like if we're uh, working on like when we started working on the um, uh, the, the, the the marshmallows, it was like okay, what what types of chocolates do we really want to look at? And we found a chocolate supplier. We went through 50, 50, I think it was 52 or 47 different chocolates to taste. And it was like, ah, I don't like this or the nodes or whatever. So we kind of go through this whole process. Once we figure out the right ingredients that we want to work with, then we we figure out the, the ratios of like, you know, the volume ratio of you know, marshmallow to chocolate to whatever. Once we get the, everything that's not infused exactly where we need it, then we infuse them. And then that's where we get to start readjusting shit because what I, what we what you discover in edible making is that the the science to it is really like this there's a ratio a component where you have to really understand that like the moment you start to infuse something it changes the palate obviously but it also changes how like the the marshmallow may sit or how the texture changes so 
things might be like harder now all of a sudden than it should be. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? So that can, can be kind of a pain in the ass. Plus, again, you know, you have to watch how much you eat because you're going to get fucking lit. Um, so That's why you need we, to have the non-infused ones just for like later. Just like I said, Tommy wanted to eat the whole bag of this uh, 100, 100 milligrams a piece. Well, that's why like, if, like, you like, if you get like, like infused pizzas, right? You get the non-infused ones, so you eat the fused ones, and then you go yeah. and eat the regular ones, so you don't eat the whole infused ones. So, know? a question, Mike. I'm looking at your Instagram right now. Um, who does all your social media? I mean, some of this stuff's really, really fucking incredible, uh, the way you sell your product. Cool videos. Oh, you do it all. <laughs> nice. I mean, you incorporate like fucking really some really cool shit into your uh, into your Instagram and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we, we try to have fun with it. It's like it, it's all we try to find a happy a happy balance and like. You know, we're sh- we've are we been shadow banned for like eight months. I think. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, dude. I mean, Ash. We talk about this all the time. Like, there's I was just on my regular my personal page. And there's like this girl, and her, she's literally basically ass naked, and I'm like, Oh no! How how are we getting? No, that's fine because her her ass is out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you just need to take that's your shirt off. Want. Yeah, take your clothes <laughs> off. I know. I'm like, well, Jesus, if that, I'll just put a thong on and fucking. Hey, dude, that that's next. I yeah. mean, you right. put the thong on, run around with it. That'll be the next uh, cover. You know what I mean? So, uh, alien in a thong. I mean, I'm a I'm a big social media guy, and I love fucking like creating shit and stuff yeah, but me i mean some of that stuff that i mean i was on your web i was on your instagram for like hours just checking out the shit my guy and cool. and now you have the website you said coming out in a couple of weeks correct yeah and that, man that's that and that's partly why we didn't uh really get the chance to launch last year we just had and it's it's crazy like we had the for whatever reason, we ran into all these issues go with like gummy. web developers, and it was well, just a fucking taking another one or just a gummy. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, nice. Tommy's going for fifty milligrams this show right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome for breakfast. Um, but yeah, man, we went through this whole process trying to find the right developers and shit. Because again, like you know, as much detail as you put into all of our stuff, it's the same thing. It's like we can't just have everything we do has to be a little bit more thought to it because. You know, there's a lot of thought that goes into everything that we do, and we don't want it to just be like a normal, like there's nothing normal about the brand, really, right? So, um, and we just couldn't find like developers that really could see the vision through. Um, and then, of course, yeah. My wife <laughs> just chimed in and said, "Let me get that thousand. Yeah, his hey, Tommy's wife is messaging him right now, saying, "Get the fucking address. I yeah, need some yeah. ad- We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, Mike. Yep, we will be talking. I fucking love that. <laughs> but the uh, fuck, what the, what the hell did you say? Yeah, no, sorry. Oh, I fucking forgot. I, 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 think I, I think I think my thing's kicking in right now. So I'm oh, fucking website. At- yeah. So, yeah. yeah anyway, <laughs> we have the um, uh, we had just ran a bunch of issues with it. So then you know, like Kelly's notorious for being like, let's just do it. Like let's just put it in our own hands and try to bet on ourselves and fuck, let's just fucking do it ourselves. So she like literally designed the whole front facing of the site. I'm I'm not good with that. So I'm more like functional. Like all right, I'm on mobile. I'm like all right, this is too far of a reach. We need to do this instead of that. Like I'm really good with the functionality of things. Where she's better on desktop and front facing shit. So she designed the whole thing. We have a guy that's like a coder. So now he's fucking putting it all together, and he's kind of an asshole too. So, so we're like, yeah, he, you all work you know? together great then. 
<laughs> yeah, so he's a little coders bit usually are. We're just like, let's get this fucking thing done, get it up, and let's start marketing the shit out of this, and, and just start throwing gasoline on the fire. <laughs> so, as far as the website, Mike, what is? I mean, are you going to be able to order from? Like, how? What yeah. is the website going to be? Like a like a social media to show the product and all that, but yeah. people can actually go to it and order it and stuff. Yeah. Order from there. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, there's there's about. We're legally able to ship to, I think right now it's about 32, 32 or 34 states, mm-hmm. something like that. No shit. Um, Fucking yeah, nice. Which is great. It's beautiful. Uh, we, you know, right now it's funny. We don't really have a strong Wisconsin base outside of Lake Geneva, but we have a huge following in like New Orleans. Uh, Florida's picked up a ton. In, in Wisconsin, you need those uh, infused cheese curds. Yeah, fucking what? infused yeah. cheese curls. <laughs> well, funny thing, Mike, Mike's, you know, on Instagram, I mean, on Facebook and my social media, I, you know, I cook a lot when I'm yeah. home yeah. and stuff like that. You were like, hey, that's some of that stuff you shouldn't infuse. Mm. Can you actually infuse like meatballs and shit like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. So the, the biggest thing with infusions is that you need to have a you need to have a fat soluble that it binds to in order to do an infusion. Then it just comes back to, all right, well, if you make a big fucking meatloaf, you need to figure out the ratio of like, all right, well, how many is this gonna serve? Okay, if each piece is four ounces. And you want it to be, you know, 50 milligrams, then you need X amount. So you have to do that whole fucking thing. Um, so I'm having a fucking meatball party one of these fucking <laughs> days, my guy. Yo. My meatballs are outstanding. I'm going to send you some meatballs. You can fucking Dude, infuse them. I'm upset. <laughs> uh, an, an Italian from Rhode Island. I'm going to send so. you some Italian meatballs that I made, and no. I'll fucking I'll oh freeze them God. and send them to you, fucking uh, express mail. <laughs> Buddy CNC approved. <laughs> Actually, you know, you have to infuse them when they're raw, right? And then cook them, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah with that, you probably infuse, yeah. depending on, I'm trying to think, what do you put, what do you put, you put butter in them at all? Um, no, well, egg and, and some oil and uh, stuff like that. I can put oil in it. Maybe though, like some you know sauce I mean? or something, like tomato sauce well, out there? Well, yeah, it cooks in a sauce. I can add oh, it to yeah. the, can you add yeah, it to the sauce? The sauce might be child unless you yeah. do unless you weigh it up. See, See this is, that's, this is so it's beyond funny because even with the um, Mike doesn't want me to OD on fucking you know <laughs> meatball. <laughs> Good thing you, you know, can't. Funny, even with the marshmallows, so so like we uh, that's what initially when we were uh, we again this is early on in the process, but when we would dip the the marshmallow, we would think that it was going to be a hundred milligrams, but when you, it's not accounting for the drip, so when you pull it up, it's dripping. Now you're losing all the. Oh uh, yeah. So, actually, that's something I, I want to tell you guys, too. I'm not sure if you notice this, but inside of the marshmallow, there's a little chocolate piece. Yeah, and that's there actually is. what's infused. <laughs> oh, um, okay. we, had some, we had someone message me that was like, hey, man, um, can I, I, I didn't want to say anything, but, like, I didn't get high off that marshmallow. I'm like, wait, what? How? I'm, yeah. I'm like, at 100 milligrams. <laughs> they took a bite at the bottom of it. But never actually like got the piece of the chocolate. Oh, oh. so so all right, so you have to eat the it, it, it eat the whole thing. That was my so, favorite part. I was like, oh my god, there's chocolate so inside. You can you can actually like take the chocolate out and cut it in yeah. half and stuff like that if you don't totally if you can't yeah. handle like a hundred milligrams, okay. correct? A hundred percent. And like as I will tell you, I mean the hundred it's funny because like uh so our stuff, in terms of the, the lab that we get our duct tape from, I That's mean, it's, right there. it's really fucking potent. It's strong. So all of our test results usually come back and test around like 94 to 95% potency, mm-hmm. which a lot of the Delta 8 that we find in the market now test are anywhere from like 89 to 91. So we kind of are a little bit higher. And, and we always try to walk the line a little bit. So that, you know, we, we kind of risk... Um, 
we risk uh, t uh, testing uh, positive for too much the THC, but we uh, we found a way to work around it, so it's good. <laughs> so, Mike, um, all right. So, you're edible only. Are you gonna? I I is that the lane you're gonna stay? Can you dabble into CBD infused, or is that just you know yeah, not yeah, a market kind of? It's yeah. I do, well, fortunately, we can do everything. We can do anything as far as the cannabis space. Mm -hmm. um, well. We had a, um, a CBD product. It was actually called, uh, it was a, a CBG, which is really good for inflammation. It's, it's kind of similar to CBD, but uh, we had this little CBG product for a while and it was incredible. It was a really good product. This is, this is before we started um, uh, Purple Alien, but no, no one would buy it. Yeah. No one would, like, I gave it out to people. I'm like, well, what do you think? Oh, it's cool. I'm like, all right. And then one of my buddies, uh, is unfortunately locked up right now, uh, was like, he goes, dude, uh, people just want to get fucking high, Mike. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. They fucking high. They, they want to get high, forget their life, and fucking, you know, get high. So he's like, sell them something that gets them to get them high. And I was mm -hmm. like, I think you're right. And then right I around that, maybe that same week, I remember reading this article, and it was like Delta Aids, this new crate, or like said something about it. And I was like, huh, this sounds interesting. So we, we ended up getting some uh, samples, and I was like, holy shit. And Kel and I talked about it, and I was like, this is it. We need to fucking go all in with this, and we just never look back. Um, but in terms of, like, CBD products and stuff, we can pretty much dabble with it with whatever. We definitely are going to stay in the lanes of, like, doing more. Like, we're not a health brand. We're definitely not that. But mm -hmm. we want to do stuff that's going to get people lit for sure. Um, we're actually working on a beverage right now. Oh, here we go. Land. Nice. Dude, those samples will come for sure. Yes. <laughs> I tested it. We, we had a, a lemonade that we tried. That's, that's, it's, it's about 75% there. It's pretty cool. And there's a soda that's like Mountain Dew and Baja Blast. Uh, let me ask you a question. Can you, yeah. can, can you mix that with like alcohol and, or would that dilute or ruin the, ruin the uh, THC content? So yeah, so Delta Eight specifically with booze, you're gonna have a bit of, of a negative to it for for whatever reason. That combo cannot. It's weird because like I mean, we have some customers that you know they're all about it. They'll have you know a couple glasses of wine, pop a gummy, and like it's girls' night and they fucking go rage and they have a blast. <laughs> um, but like you know, but we but historically, um, yeah, mixing the two is is not necessarily like the greatest thing, but it's also you know everyone's adults, and if that's what you would choose, then go for it. But um, I always tell people the first time trying it, if you can avoid having booze or anything, you might be you might be okay. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Mike. I've had two and a half beers, and I ate one of those things a half hour ago. I feel fucking. Yeah. I feel better than I felt in ten weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just saw the, 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 the stress in Steve's I, I eyes. Mean, I'm, I'm actually like my eyes again. Yeah. Well, I'm laughing, right? I've been fucking laughing yeah. like this on my yeah, fucking right. podcast. In that, 10 that, weeks, that vein man. in your forehead I went fucking, away. <laughs> yeah, they come out right here. Yeah, exactly. Fucking pressure, man. All right, so I, I. You know, I totally know that you love to put your your love into the product. Like eating yeah. one of those, I wanted to eat all of them. And you you talked about you know making a liquid and a drink about. Yeah. It. Are you ever you know you got them other high class people that might want a fucking spaghetti dinner infused uh, you know oh, totally. delivery yeah. you know delivery to them? Is that something that could be uh could be in the in the future making like an actual you know food with it in, infused? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, man, it, the cool thing with that is, like, it's funny because we have a lot of, like, 
God, we have some buyers of ours that are like, you know, multi, multi, multi millionaires. And like, they're like the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. Right. And they're always telling, they're always hitting me up like, yo, dude, I, I said, my boys are coming in town. Like, can you get me out? You know, four, four, four X the regular order. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Um, but what's interesting is like doing something like that, having like a dinner or more of like a private sort of mm-hmm. event, whatever, uh, and, and, and infusing stuff. I mean, there's, you know, we've already looked at things even locally that we want to do with like a private party with, you know, infusing drinks or whatever, mm-hmm. have that as a main thing. But you have to, basically with that, you need to do them so they're non-alcoholic because it's just, there's a legality yeah. if you go to a restaurant, um, even if it's a private uh, situation. So there's that. But then as far as the food, oh yeah, man. I mean, we could totally... I mean, anything baking-wise, for sure. Like, that's, like, our sweet spot, most definitely. Like like a, then, like, a, like a TV dinner. A gourmet TV dinner. <laughs> fucking for, like, movie, movie night. Like, when you... Would you have shepherd's pie that you posted? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. That's what I'm saying. But wow. something like that, again, it just comes back to, all right, what what's the portion size that this one, this one tray is going to make? Then we need to figure that out. But, I mean, Kelly's the one that will go, this is how much we need to pull. Okay, great. And then she'll, she'll tell me all the numbers and shit. Um, but yeah, it's like, we could do, I need that stuff we could do for sure. <laughs> Excellent. My man. So my man, you talked about having million, a million, uh, dollar customers and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, Alex and you know, uh, like bands and stuff. Are they big on edibles? Like who's big on edibles nowadays? Because it's, it's been all about smoking weed and cause that, you yeah. know, all the dispensaries out there, people, they can go right there, grab a, a blunt or whatever. Oh, yeah. Who was the biggest uh, buyers of uh, edibles? And, you know, who are, who do you kind of focus on? Because that's, you know, where your revenue is mostly coming from. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's interesting, man, because we've got a, we have a pretty eclectic audience. Um, we So we have a, I, I think, I, did I send you a t-shirt? Yes. I, 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 Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's over there. I'll, I'll grab it right, in the corner. Um, I, I actually wore it on one of my interviews, but... Oh, nice. It, it's, a, it's a little big for me, so it kind of hung down a little. Yeah, exactly. What was it? What are you, a large? Yeah. If, if... Okay, yeah. That's all we had in the Soaking wet. Yeah, that's all right, though. I'm going to put I'm gonna put this one on my wall. Yeah, dude, do it. Uh, but yeah, so we started this other... We have a clothing line called the Mad Jekyll, which has Purple Alien yes. and, and his friend Titsu the Green Cat. And we kind of mm-hmm. started building out these, like, all, all these sort of um, hybrid worlds, if you will. Uh, in, in cartoon kind of shit. And what we found was a lot of people in the hip-hop space started hitting us up, like, yo, man, that fucking hoodie's crazy. Like, I love this. <laughs> yep. So we kind of realized that we were like, wow, like the, the merch is definitely like 85 90% male. That's cool. Uh, for sure. And all of them are either like in uh, recurrent rappers or managers of rappers, producers of rappers, fucking <laughs> like, so anything of the sort. Um, and so, which is really interesting and, and actually awesome. So, um, but then with Purple Alien and Edibles, what we found, it's like, it, it's interesting because we have a good female to female to male ratio for sure. Um, but then there's also like our audience, I, I feel like they're kind of like a little bit more mature. And, well, I mean, I'm not fucking mature at all. But, um, <laughs> I was going to say, you're talking to the wrong crew right there. <laughs> like the 34, 35 plus crowd seems to be like kind of, you know, a little bit more uh, further out, further along in their careers. Or, you know, we have um, some mid 40s, like late 40s uh, people that are parents, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. yo, I need fucking <laughs> like, <laughs> strong. The kids are away for the weekend yeah turn kids are away forget that yeah. that's, that's the best way that i parent well you know? i would see a lot i would i would imagine there's there's you know 
smoking's not the healthiest thing on the planet, even though, you know, you want to get high and shit. I could see a lot of people that kind of shy away from smoking who smoked a lot, like me. Yeah. In their early days that maybe jumping on the, you know, the edible, uh, edible train. Yeah. I mean, you know, what we found too, and I, we, trust me, we, we pull a lot of our audience and just ask questions and get feedback and all that stuff. And a lot of the people were just like, man, I smoked for my whole life or people still, 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 I, I do too. I still smoke, but it's like, too. I, 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 what, what I found is a lot of our audience like got to a point where they're like, they just didn't want to smell like it. They didn't want yeah. the whole thing coughing too much, whatever. And they're like, dude, the edibles are like the greatest thing travel wise. It's easier yeah. to travel with them. So there's just a lot more things like that, that we found it, it's, it's a little bit more of a, a secure bag for them. Yeah, definitely. Because there's a lot of people that go take a hit, uh, you know, during break at work and, yeah. and this, they take an edible in the morning that kind of like, Go takes them through, yeah. you know, almost the whole day or or past the whole day. We we have um, we have a few people like actually one in, in particular that's like a really high up um, like financial job, and she's like, it's the most stressful fucking job like ever. <laughs> and so when she discovered us through one of her coworkers, actually, um, she was like, all right, I you know I'm I'm kind of new to this whole thing, like, you know what what can I try that will you know kind of keep me going throughout the day keep the edge off all that stuff so i sold her the gummies and she's like has a half gummy like with her coffee in the morning <laughs> love it and then at my favorite combination noon, around like three o'clock she takes another half the other half she's like dude it's changed your life her stress met has managed like tremendously um she said she's more focused at work and i'm like fuck that's amazing and like you know it's we don't market the brand as more of like a, you know, like pain management or anything like that because one, we can't make any claims. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of our clients, man. There's one burn victim that has <sighs> severe burns and they were trying to give her oxys and all this shit. She didn't want it. Yep. So we started giving her cereal bars and she's like, oh, yeah. holy fuck, like this, this wipes my pain away and it gives her a quality of life that she didn't have prior. And I'm like, well, holy shit, that's fucking amazing. So. Um, Make sure not to think about like that, so. That's really cool, dude. Uh, the reason why you know I smoke so much weed. I mean, I'm high anxiety. Sure. Uh, you know, it's stress and uh, here and there. I mean, weed fucking was like the 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 passageway to to relieve some of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I've you know ten weeks. I'm kind of over the hurdle, but you know at this point, sleep's a little tough. I'm getting. My, I have my dreams back. That's one thing. <laughs> if you quit weed. You get all your fucking dream. dream. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Dreaming, I'm dreaming of like nightmares. <laughs> uh, nightmares I had when I was like eight years old. Yeah, no. And now the nightmares are me. I can drive and I'm losing my car. I'm running out of gas. <laughs> I can't find my car oh my in the God. mall parking lot. We need to smoke more. a fucking desert. After <laughs> fucking, what like, the fuck? It's fucking crazy. So, but, uh, you know, the last like From three Nantes weeks, moment? I haven't uh, been able to sleep. So I took uh, an edible and I'm going to fucking share a half of one with somebody of uh, that fucking yeah. gummy right now. Yeah, Someone cut that fucking thing in half. You'll probably, you'll probably sleep incredible, honestly, man. You'll yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to feed back with you next week uh, as yeah, far as you're on the show um, with uh, my sponsors and, uh, and one of my guests. But my man, um, you spoke about like somebody like me. Just yep. getting back into yeah. Look, Ashley can't open the childproof fucking bag. Don't proof. Are you serious? That's so easy. We chose the easiest. Childproof. Tommy got it. Thank 
you can you can bite half. You're just gonna get the other half. flap going. You know, you gotta bring the other I flap over. I can never do. Jesus I literally rage quit right. and you I must take start, my keys like, and I the knife cut it out, open. Tear, cut yes. that thing in Rip half. Like, in I half. can't like psycho I, shit. I happen. get a, a we, weapon. We have this little video. I, I don't know if I sent it to you guys, but this, it's like literally like our manufacturer that made those for us is like showing someone how to open it, and then they do this like thing with their hands. I ha I've had to send that to everybody. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. What yeah. do I do? It's adult proof, not just child proof. Hey, Mike, you you actually explained the whole process of opening that bag to me, but I had to have Tommy do it, and he opened it in like <laughs> three seconds. I, I was like, my holy keys. shit, my yeah. God. They're getting the scissors out and shit, cutting this thing in half. I have two yeah. pairs of scissors, and one of them is like for these packages. So, so Mike, a, a couple of more questions before I let yeah, you uh, get going, and then we I uh, dissect Ashley for a little while to end the show. But no. what's Sounds your violent. goal for uh, the year, for the end of 2023, and where do you see yourself at the end of 2023 in this whole, uh, you know, the whole the whole business? Sure. Um... You know, it's wild. We have a bunch of stuff that I can't really talk about just yet um, mm. that are in the works that are like, coming to fruition and, and very close to locking in. Um, I mean, in terms of edibles, man, like when you think about weed, there's so many brands like that come to mind from for me, like cookies is probably the number one like that's dominating the market, right? Um, but with edibles, there's like there's companies that make edibles along with vapes, along with all these other things, and we were just like yeah, we're not really interested in that. We want to just hone in on just edibles and fucking blow this thing through the roof. Um, and we believe that the brand, the branding, all the things are in place to, to position us to basically dominate this market that's not really do being dominated by anybody, you know? Um, and so we've operated the way we have for the last two and a half, whatever, two years now um, to kind of get, get us to this point where we have enough trial and error. We've figured out all of our resources, all of our manufacturers, everything's in place. And now it's like, okay, the site's coming together. We're almost there with that. It was like these couple milestones that we had to hit. And then once we got that together, it's like, let's fucking go. Um, I mean, the numbers that we've done financially with this business uh, at doing fucking Venmo and DMs is, is impressive enough mm -hmm. that like even our attorneys like, dude, we have some of my major brands don't do this shit. Like, mm -hmm. This is fucking nuts. So, and we're like, but again, we look at it like we don't, it's hard to sometimes see like, cause we're in the trenches all the fucking time, man. So it's like, I don't see like the, you know, the glorification of like how, you know, how much we're doing monthly or whatever. Um, and we have, a, and again, mentally, I'm like, I look at stuff in such a different way. Where we're just like, okay, cool. Next goal. All right. We hit that. Yeah. Great. Next one. Next one. I'm never yeah. satisfied. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so fortunate and humble and grateful, but it's like, I'm just, I have this constant burn and in, internally that's like, we're just driven to keep going and get, you know, get ahead and, and make more opportunities. Um, but we know that right now, you know, we believe that we're a seven plus figure business, no question. And so that's our goal for the end of the year. And I, I, I'm very confident we're going to hit that, um, you know, and we're just in a really cool position to kind of keep growing and expanding. And for me and Cal, our number one thing has always been freedom. It's like, we have to be creatively free to do whatever the fuck we want. I don't want some asshole in a seat yeah. pulling my strings going, yep. hey, uh, I don't know about that packaging. And I'll be like, hey, I don't know about your yeah. fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Take an edible, buddy. Take a fucking edible. Well, in, the, in the company that I'm in, we have to deal with we have to deal with a lot of investors, and it yeah. sucks. It's yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, But I mean, right now, you know, like I said, right now we've got some pretty lofty goals that um, we, we know we can hit. It's just a matter of, like, you know, we had a, a few fine-tuned things we had to get in place. 
those now are in place and it's like let's just start to really penetrate the market you know get more uh, collaborations with other you know um, artists and, and things of the sort that we're working on but I think we're in a you know really good position brand wise branding wise and you know to your point with the packaging too it's like I've always said this man when if if someone sees our stuff in a store or whatever if they don't buy us I'm okay with that I just want to be the most memorable that's always been my oh, yeah. goal so it's like take a picture tell your friends and like you know see the reaction that's all we we've always said but if they give if they do give us a shot and they try it without fail I'm like I, I don't know honestly it's funny because people say me ask me all the time like who's your competition and I'm like I don't fucking follow any other brands I have yeah. no idea I, I don't give a shit don't even worry um, about that I'm not cocky about it I'm just like we're so focused on what we want to do and delivering this really great experience for our customers that's all we care about man you know um because there's, there's a trust me there's a lot I'm sure you guys have had it too but there's a lot of people that just don't give a fuck like no one cares anymore and it's really fucked up so for us, we're, I mean, even during the pandemic, man, when, you know, we would ship stuff through the post office, it, it would be like, you know, overnight or like two day shipping. And then it would be like two weeks before it got there. Yeah. And uh. I was losing, I was losing sleep every night. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. We're shipping it again through UPS because that was the only reliable source for us. And that's why we went exclusive with them. Um, but we were shipping out two orders because of the shipping delays. Yeah, we were like, no, no one else is fucking doing that. And I was like, well, if we took an L, I don't give a shit because we built this loyal following because everyone said, you guys are the only fucking people on that I've ever dealt with that actually sent me two products, never wanted them back, but just to make sure they were they were taken care of. Fucking know? amazing, um, man. That's a big thing for us, for sure. Well, last question for me. I mean, I yeah. I, I never stop. And then you guys can ask a question. We'll let them go. Um, but I already forgot my goddamn question. All right. So, all it's right. working. All right. Working, so yes. it's it's a touchy touchy subject to like you know ship weed or anything you know to a customer. I mean, it's legal basically everywhere in the United States yeah. right now. Yeah. But what could you say to a consumer that actually wanted to buy your product and not have to worry about? you know, anything happening with it or any any legal problems happening ordering your product or, or off you. And then once your uh, your website's there, I'm sure they're going to be uh, able, to, able to order it there. So. For sure. Yeah, man. I mean, the biggest thing is just one, uh, where we're shipping it to. As long as we know it's a, re it, it, it's a legal state to ship to, then that already, you know, blocks us off from that. Um, as all our products, we have to have everything lab tested always. So, um, you know, as long as we come in under 0.3% Delta 9 uh, THC, then we're free to ship across state lines. As long as the state that we're shipping to uh, acknowledges that Delta 8 is in a Schedule 1. Some places have issued it as Schedule 1, which is fucking absurd to me. Um, but, you know, that's just dumb bureaucrats that are uh, have their head up their ass, don't want things to move the needle forward. However... Um, yeah, but people that are nervous about it, that's kind of the first thing we talk about. Like, where are you from? How old are you? You have to be 21 plus to get to order. Um, and then if they're in a legal state, that's it. I mean, that's really it. We always ship discreet packaging. At one point, we want to do these, like, crazy designs with, like, our packaging boxes and shit. Mm -hmm. And we were like, no, fuck that. Because I was like, if we start to get, when we start to get more popular, people will see, like, a purple fucking UFO box. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking open it. Open it, it right yeah. up. Open yeah. it up. Fucking, I work at the I work at the post office. That shit will never make it to the fucking. Why are all these boxes in Steve's car? Yeah, yeah. I put it on the doorstep. It just happened to walk away on its own. You know. 
yeah, <laughs> no, but honestly, so we ship everything discreetly. Um, it's super. It, there's nothing sketch about it. It's really simple. Um, just like yeah, those man, pills you get. And most of all, as you guys have seen, all of our stuff outside of the gummies are all vacuum sealed, so there's no like smells or anything. Yeah, and also, and also, you you know, when I had some shipped to me, it was here within a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And you said the shelf life not only is long because they're vacuum sealed, you put it in the refrigerator, it can last up to like almost a year, correct? Yeah, so if it's unopened, it's about a year. If it is opened um, and it's kept in the fridge, I mean, the shelf life, I would say around six weeks, eight weeks, probably max at that point. That's really Just because you have the butter and shit, but yeah. it's like, because all the, you know, the cereal, especially that we use and stuff. It's all chemicals, man. <laughs> Pretty much yeah. at that point. Bro. Yeah. You're basically just eating like a fucking science experiment at that point. <laughs> yeah, to Tommy's would last about six hours on his shelf. That's about it. He fucking he'll be eating him a fucking watching a movie like popcorn. It's fucking I, I I'll love be you sweating. by the way. I'll be sweating, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike. Uh before, you know, I'll ask uh, you know, I'll let you give you a shout out, sponsors, uh yeah, sure. not sponsors, but you know, so associates and uh, you know your social media, but you guy, you Tommy's eyes are closing. Over yeah, there. Tommy, you want to ask him anything? Yeah, you, Ashley, we, he's a good friend of yours. Mike, we were, you were talking uh, earlier about how you like to smoke, so that's like you're still like uh, you still love uh, smoking weed and stuff like that, and medicating and being that because a lot of people like us who are get a little jaded from the industry, they don't they're like oh, I don't want to smoke anymore. I don't like weed. Oh, yeah, you right. smoke? <laughs> you, you know, so Just talking about me. You know, it's um, it's funny because the the misconception I think from a lot of our audience is that like I post memes and get high and eat edibles like all day mm -hmm. long, and it's just not the case. Yeah, um, no. I, I'm my, you know, I'm a very high output uh, individual. So mm -hmm. for me, it's like I'm an evening consumer. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not a I'm not functional on cannabis on any level. Sure. I'm, I'm like a giggly fucking mm -hmm. idiot that's just in the corner. It's like, you know. It's the funnest guy. <laughs> it all depends uh, on the job I have to do. If I'm up on a fucking ladder, no way. But oh, if I'm at a computer, yeah, that's fine. Can I just say that yeah. in my job at the post office, I smoked like six times a day during the day. <laughs> I would go out. I would go, be, you know, in between breaks. And, I, you know, I can't. Be, I, I've been there 30 years. You're not fucking doing anything. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would go out there and you know, not that I'm smoking a blunt every time I go yeah. out there, I take two or three hits, but um that was just getting too much for me. But the the edibles, if I could take like, you know, one of those peanut butter cups, a fifteen milligram, yeah. because I was taking a five or a couple of fives and Tommy they would get me them and uh they yeah. would last me. Like sometimes they would hit me in different ways. Like oh, one yeah. time I like went to a bar, I had a couple of drinks. I said, Did I did I get Mickey? Like what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I smoke weed like a fucking chimney yeah. and right. right now I feel like I fucking just got Mickey. Well it depends it's, on what you ate, depends on how much you're drinking all day, how much water, all the things, you know. <laughs> it's funny, man, because like I, people, that's why I always tell people, like, you know, you can always eat more, but you can't eat less, mm -hmm. right? And so um, I know that how, how great of an experience that people can have with our, with our stuff. So I'm always, that's why I'm always like, you know, don't be a hero. Just fucking, like, <laughs> no one's impressed. If you no. eat. Yeah. I mean, even when that girl ate the thousand milligrams, I was like, I mean, it's impressive, you yeah. know, but like, I'm like, I'm not impressed by it. Yeah. Right. I'm just like, dude, did you have a good time? Yeah. Did you enjoy you know, yourself? Have a bite. You like the taste? Like, and you know, you can have a great experience with it, but yeah. But then other times, I mean, fuck, I've had regular D9, uh, the Delta Nine edibles, and I, I, I was literally like seeing fucking <laughs> hell, like unraveling <laughs> for like hours. I'm like, this is the worst uh, yeah. fucking experience. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Well, the, the term I use a lot is uncomfortable. You don't want to get uncomfortable. <laughs> well, totally. you know, you got to buy a bunch of your stuff to test it out. I mean, yeah. you got to get that happy. No- like, I'm happy right now. I yeah. took that 15 yeah. and that, that half of uh, 25. I don't know yep. what that yeah. hit me yet. But, dude, I, I actually feel better than I felt in, like, Ten weeks, I have to say, because I love <laughs> the awesome. I love the weed effect. Yeah. And right now, I I, th- I feel high as fuck for some. Reason. Oh, dude, that's awesome. you got you anything you want to ask him or say anything to him or you want to order something from him from fucking you know whatever. I already, I already have a drug. I ordered stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when's Max, did Max just play Boston? He did. I didn't. Did yes. you go? No. I didn't go. We, we wanted to. Listen, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say I had a couple of people pass away that week, and it was no. fucking. Oh, I had man. so much going on. Yeah, uh, busy time. Yeah, it was busy. I was like fucking. I wanted to go, and my daughter couldn't make it because she went to Worcester the following night oh. to see fucking some band cutting people's Palladium. heads off or something. I don't know. Palladium like shows. Yeah, definitely Palladium. But um, what was the goddamn question? <laughs> I don't know I'm if there was one. Yeah, I'm gonna see Max the end of the oh, month playing the um, uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest. Oh, oh nice. good. Yeah. Nice, I, my I, man. I, I, I haven't seen him in, since like fucking two. I think 2019. Oh, no shit. Well, yeah, COVID really like because he's they've both been like traveling. Since and he was he's, he's been wor- has he been working with you in between? Like you said, he did some things for you. As yep. far has that been in the, is this band or was this previous that uh, Max has done some shit for you? Uh, oh, as far as like art and stuff? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he did some stuff early on for Purple Alien with us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm then, you know, it's just like everything. Like he's, he was torn again, whatever. So um, we just couldn't bog him down with all, all our bullshit. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but no, man, I'm just I'm just glad that they're back out doing, doing it with everything that happened with Trav mm. and fucking like... Tragic. It's like the pandemic, then fucking Trav, and it just, it was a lot, and, yeah. you know, I felt so bad that I, I, like, couldn't be there for, you know what I mean, like, physically with them, because it's like, you know, Max, my best friend, and, and I've known him since I was, fuck, 19, I think, so it's crazy, Um, but yeah, I know, I mean, he's the best dude on the fucking planet, and the best bass player on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. Excellent, my man. Yeah. <laughs> and bass players are hard to come by. Yeah, bass players, I, they, 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 they are. It's yeah. bass players, I, definitely. I just remember watching him play for the first, like he, like we went down to his old space in um, Framingham that we used to jam at nice. and, um, and he plugged in and it, he just like, it was like, like, I remember sitting there with my, my fucking mouth dropped and I was, I, I, I always told him, I'm like, I felt like it, what it must've been the first time watching Cliff Burton <laughs> play or something. Nice. I was like, mm-hmm. holy fuck. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And, um, and the funniest thing was how Max is, Max plays with his left hand, like he he doesn't use his or he uses his fingers differently. Like he'll do stuff with that you could use your uh, your ring or uh, pinky with, but he reaches with his middle. And I was always like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> but he does it, and I I've never seen anyone do that. I'm like, just fucking use your your other hand, whatever. And, and I'm always like classically trained style, so everything I've ever done is always like within arm's reach. And I watch him, and he'd be like, "Fucking, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> making it harder than it needs yeah, to yeah. be." But he's just good at like, it, man. Oh, yeah, like a jackhammer. Fucking <laughs> style points. Well, I mean, it looks like they're firing on all cylinders right now. Yeah. I mean, they just came through the area. I think they were just in Canada, and they had a great show there. And uh, 
I mean, you know, life of a, you know, life of a, of a, what? Rockstar. Heavy metal band, yeah, or yeah. speed metal band. Um, but it looks like the, you know, the new guy they got singing for him, he's, he's a hell of a guy. I see him on their Instagram. He's doing fucking shit all the time. <laughs> so he loves the, he loves the spotlight as far as the social media. So that's going to oh, pro- sure. propel them and, uh, you know, make them, you know, carry on. Well, I, you know, it's fine. Max calls me when there's like life decisions that are going on. He'll be like, you know, dude, this is what's happening, whatever. And I remember he called me about Brian taking over and just saying, you know, it's like, and it, it made, it's funny because I was like, that's the only thing that makes sense for you guys. I was like, it, it, you can't have some asshole fucking that's just trying to be like Trevor. Like, it's, it's not going to work. And they're, it's such a delicate situation. And I remember thinking like, wow, like if, if Brian steps in, you know, it, this is actually awesome for you guys. This would be perfect. Um, and then getting Knight back in the band to take over his spot, I was like, fuck, this is going to be really sick. And um, I'm so glad that they've stuck it out to do it. And I think it's a really cool, really cool fucking thing. Excellent, a bunch of man. people must be showing up to that. Yeah. 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 Now, now, last last thing for me before I let you give your social media, yeah. drop uh, the website uh, when that comes out, anything else you want to say before you, I go. But uh, you're big on the rock bands. Uh, do you guys ever go to like um, uh, functions like that? You said you wanted to do your own thing down the line, have a drinking function. Function, but do you guys ever go to like concerts, fights, anywhere that it's legal yeah. to sell and set up like you know set up shop there and and sell to those people? Yeah. So this is this is kind of like part of like the the, the growth for us is like. We want to be able to start going out to like big festivals and be sponsors of those, you know, festivals and shit. Um, it's funny you mentioned about fighting. So last year, we actually a friend of ours, uh, Dom D'Agostino, had um, uh, he started fighting. Was, he's only eighteen, but he had an amateur fight. Uh, won the first. He fought a fucking thirty-four-year-old monster. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot in the amateurs. Yeah, yeah that yeah, happens a lot. I mean, right? And uh, and I remember watching, and I was, and he he fucking uh, uh, tapped him out in like a minute and a half. It was oh, crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, but we ended up making him a t-shirt design with in a cartoon character for his first fight. It actually, came out fucking sick. Um, and you know, we kind of looked at that a lot, like you know, the the wrestling world or the the UFC world. Uh, we just went to a skateboarding event in Chicago nice. called SLS, and I was like telling Kelly, I'm like, we fucking have to, like, we need to figure out how to yeah. sponsor this fucking Hey, hey, hey Mike, I'm going to say, yeah. you're going to be on tour again, my man. Yeah. This is like oh, a fucking totally. tour for you, bro. But, see, but then there's a difference. Being on tour this way, <laughs> and, and like, we have work at, like, in the sense of, like, like, listen, being in the band, everyone thinks it's, like, the greatest fucking thing, which it is, essentially, because you're living out your dream and all that shit. But there's basically 20 fucking 18 hours a day that suck. And then you go on stage and rock for a fucking hour. And you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. And you're like, oh, fuck. Now I'm yeah, back, <laughs> back to ramen noodles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where at least with this is like, wow, this is actually like, like again, you know, if I went back on the road, I'm not, first off, I'm, I'm a fucking total diva now at this point mm-hmm. in my life. I'm <laughs> Stay in good hotels, got chore in a bottle. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to fucking do how I did it. Um, you know, and we'd be in a much, much different situation than any of the touring I ever did. So it would be a lot of fun at this point. Excellent, <laughs> my man. Dude. It's fucking been a pleasure, bro. Fucking talking to you, my man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll have you on again. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Down the line, once you uh, watch the website and stuff yeah. like that. 
But uh, man, I hope everyone uh, kind of like jumps onto the you know the edible craze as far as you know helping them out in their problems or just you know wanting to get out of smoking weed all the time religiously like I did and get to edibles and maybe take a hit of weed every so often. You know what I mean? Yep. Now let me ask you guys on in terms of like so how does it work with you? So you have ambassador of fighters. So you guys like manage fighters or what's that? There, there's a side of I'm uh I dude I've been doing this like eight years. I've got kicked off Facebook like fucking seven hundred times. <laughs> fucking you on Rumble? Huh, what's that? Are you on Rumble? No, I'm no, I'm like actually, I'm I'm starting to like branch off. I you know I'm Twitch now, and yeah. I have a a big TikTok page, but you know yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of on my own with the social media, yeah. and I handle a lot of that for New England MMA. We have four other five other guys that write articles, oh, and cool. uh, you know go to shows and and do play by plays for them, but I'm I'm really the kind of only. Um, uh, podcast that interviews fighters. We have another kid that's going to stop to do it. Uh, but I handle most of the social media, like posting, uh, you know, yeah. our articles, our, uh, our interviews, and then cutting them up and doing other, uh, that other shit. But, um, yeah. the management side, I'm probably 1% of, okay. we, there's, there's 10 to 11 fighters we manage there. There's a couple of them ready to make that next step to maybe the UFC, uh, get on the contender series or or get a call up to fight, uh, you know, on, on short notice. We got a couple of those guys. We got a lot of yeah. new pros, a uh, couple of ammo, uh, amateurs, and we got the middle on, line of the pros that are either going to make that next level or they're just happy fighting locally and regionally and they just fight. Yeah. They, they fight like every two months, but they fight tough guys and they don't always win, but they always put on a fucking great fight. That's awesome. So... Our, our motto is to give our fighters the toughest fights possible because down the line, if they want to be fighting the best of the best, they're going to have to take that journey yeah. to work and fight someone that, you know, may beat you. So um, that's kind of that, but I'm 1% of it yeah. because I got I got too much going on there. Sure, but it, I got two other guys that do all the, the managing, the sponsors, the um, the social media, the the matching the fights, uh, the talking to, to, you know, pay scale and all that other stuff. So I got my hands in everything, Mike. I'm fucking, um, like, everywhere. This guy's the ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, too, like, if there's fighters that, like, you know, that's one of the things we're, we always look at. Like, there's actually, there's a rapper from Boston uh, named Bully. Dude is fucking nasty. His story is crazy. But um, his manager and I have been talking a bunch. And I think we're going to do a collab with him. But like, you know, that's for us. It's super fun to, to dive into that, you know, in different worlds and shit collabs. But in terms of sponsorships or anything like that, you know, if there's fighters that you guys are like, man, like these guys might be a really, you know, good person to advocate for what you're doing or whatever. Um, especially with the clothing line now, because we I mean we have these great illustrators that we send ideas to and make all these great designs. And, you know, we could do one off collabs of like, hey, cool, if we're gonna do something with the fighter. Plus, it's a way for them to make more money, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things that we can offer too. But it's great, um, yeah. Yeah, if there's anyone that you guys are like, dude, check out this dude or whatever, we're always down to talk. Yeah, like I said, Mike, I've been doing it for seven years. I have a good friendship, great friendship, close friendships with a, a lot of the fighters, young, yeah. old, because I've been here, and there's a lot of kids that were like 12 years old. Now they're making their pro debut yeah. uh, on their like seventh. 
seventh uh, amateur fight, and I've been the guy that interviewed them the first time, first time, <laughs> in their career. So I have a you know a lot of guys that you know not necessarily I'm tied to any financially or sponsors, sure. but I would definitely like uh, you know. They smoke. They smoke constantly. Oh yeah. yeah. We we come to this podcast like I have two or three. Like we're like we're chimney we're chimneys outside, but they don't want anyone to know that. They get a vape pen under the fucking desk. They fucking take it in every fucking so often. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, if you know, I'll get you in touch with a few. You guys, you sure. can dialogue with them. I'll stay out of it from that point. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just uh, be, because um, yeah. There's a lot of dudes here that. You know, I've seen mostly the the, the five milligram kind of edibles. I mean, you you yeah. have a fucking scale of, up to fucking fifteen to a thousand. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, brand, and dude. and <laughs> thing about fighters, there's a lot of them that are have stress, have like anxiety, yeah. have like no homes, came from broken yeah. stuff, and you know they're smoking a lot of weed. And instead of going to something stronger that. You know, weed's not doing it for me. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, eat this thousand dollar fucking milligram bar, man. That'll fucking bring it out of you know. Right. <laughs> well, I heard. I think, you know, it's funny, dude. We have yeah, we have some athletes and shit that take our stuff, and they're like, you know, same thing. Their their recovery is a thousand times better than it was, and you know, just to, I mean, as you guys know, like, what's the number one thing you need to do as a fighter? Like, you need to manage stress. You need mm -hmm. to manage all the all Sleep. the outside bullshit when you're leading up to a fight. And, you know, I mean, I watched Dom preparing for his fight for, for three, the first three fights. And it was like, you know, you're just in a different zone, especially those couple of weeks leading up to it, cut and all that shit. It's like, you know, and you have to just, you have to be in a different mental state. And, you know, a lot of the people that we've given our edibles to or that, you know, or athletes, it's like prepping for anything. It's like just keeping things at bay and keeping your stress down and keeping your anxieties down. Like, that's the greatest fucking thing you could do. And I'm like, fuck it. We can be a... We could be a you know a little part of that uh, for anybody. I'm all for it, you know. Well, definitely, you're taking a, a great route, man. Getting the you know you talked about rappers, the music industry, getting out there. Uh, you know, you're going to be setting up shop in a in a, a few places. Uh, going back on tour, take a guitar with you. You never know who yeah. you write. They might have you on stage someday. You fucking just walk up there, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Take some camp laughs> <on your songs. laughs> yeah, exactly, man. You race, you can go to fucking NASCAR. You can go fucking everywhere. Now. The golf, dude, the yeah. golf course. I mean, them guys are fucking. They need to be chill. I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, so dude. imagine that. I'm actually, imagine fucking, seeing a fucking fail video yeah. of someone popping like fucking NASCAR. You know, instead of the fucking cat. You got a guy carrying around fucking packs of fucking edibles and yeah. shit like that. You know what I mean? Fucking walking the wrong way and shit. <laughs> All right, Mike, man. Anything uh, last you want to say, you know, about the website, your social media, where we can get in touch. Uh, you know, yeah. last sales pitch here before I let you get going, man. It's been yeah, a pleasure. Well, one, I appreciate you guys having us on. I mean, having me on, it was super awesome. And uh, yeah, last, thanks for getting us in touch and everything. It's great. Um, yeah, man, just anyone that, you know, is interested in anything right now, the best place to be is, or hit me up is on Instagram. So uh, purple alien with two R's uh, dot alien. Um, you have to type the whole name because we're fucking shadow man and it sucks. <laughs> Um, and, uh, but yeah, that, that's the best place to find us right now. Instagram has been our main thing. And then, you know, that's all my main updates and shit. I usually go through there. TikTok, we've got sort of decent following, I guess. But, um, Instagram's our main, our main kind of spot. We're going to start going on Rumble pretty quick, uh, here, I think in the next week or so. What is Rumble? You were saying this earlier. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I want you to, um, send me a private message I what will. that is. All right. 
Yeah, man, it's it's great. Like, there's a lot of people that just are fucking over the censorship and just don't yep. want to deal with okay. all this like dumb shit. It doesn't mm-hmm. even make yeah. sense. Um, like Russell Brand, all these people are now bringing their shows. You know what? I stuff. did hear about that. I did hear Russell Brand yeah. doing it on Rumble. So this is what you're talking about. I get it. Well, initially, I was like, I didn't know much about it, and then uh, this past weekend, um, at the, at the Street League uh, skate competition we went to in Chicago. Uh, Rumble sponsored it, and actually, mm-hmm. they were the ones that uh, did the live feed and all that shit. It was fucking amazing. It was okay. so good, and I was like, "Man, I, I didn't realize Rumble like is this good." So must be blown up. Doing a lot more shit, especially for your podcast and stuff, dude. Yeah, you guys do really well. We that. should do that. We fucking should check that out. Excellent, yep. excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. Uh, well. I, I could be here all yeah, fucking right? night. Yeah, have a great time, for sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> so right. let's let's talk about strains that we love. All right, well, no, let's go away too far. We'll, we'll have him on, we'll have him on the show, uh, yeah, you know, in like two or three weeks after yeah. the website. Fucking, yeah. sure. you can, you know, we'll we'll de- dig deeper into the business and who's involved yeah. and give them some uh, fucking love and we'll, shit we'll like that. We'll dive deep into these products and uh, report <laughs> yeah, yeah. back. Well, I, I like right now. I'm happy as fuck. So yep. yeah, I'm 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 good <laughs> right awesome. now, man. Uh, but Mike, anything uh, you know, social media. I have your Instagram up here right yeah. now. But yeah. anything else you want to throw out there, and uh, you know, as far as the website, if that's going to be a, you know, a dot com, whatever we need to know about that. Yeah, man. I mean, that's going to be our our main vehicle now to for purchasing for people. So that's really exciting for us. And plus, now we're going to be getting into more like, you know, S- like it's funny because everything's been really front facing for me because I've always had like a personal like anytime anyone's ever DM'd us, it's like. You know, I've always interacted with them. So now it's 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 a little bit of a, of a almost like re, retraining our audience now because they, everyone always DMs me, but it's gonna be like, yeah, here's the site, mm-hmm. go order or order there. Um, so we're trying to keep it as like sort of you know as personalized as possible. Um, there's actually this app or a, it's a plugin for the site called um, Tolstoy that has like a little bubble, and I think we're gonna do all these little videos, so it could be like. You know, press on here and be like, hey, what's up, man? If this is your first time here, I'll be talking about shit. That way it's like they can already get a feel for the vibe of like who I am, who we are as a brand and all that shit. And it kind of keeps it a little bit more personalized. So the site, we're trying to keep it like, you know, fun, interactive, super easy to buy. That's the other thing, too. I can't stand fucking sites that make me make it challenging. Yeah. yeah. Um, You know, and then we're going to start really hammering like the SEO side of things and SMS and you know, finding new unique ways to market because there's now, a, it, which is so crazy. We can't really, it's like, I have to do everything. It's like so cryptic on social yeah. because TikTok just fucking gave us a 30 day ban the other oh, day. Geez. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. Yep. Um, Instagram's constantly shadow banning us. Facebook is, I'm, I think I'm on like a two week fucking suspension. I don't know. It's so stupid. <laughs> but um, all that to say, what I'm finding is like there's actually a loophole, even with marketing, that you're able to do paid ads for cannabis brands now. And I'm seeing them on YouTube. I'm seeing them on fucking different sites. I'm like, wow, what the fuck? When, when did this happen? So that's a whole other new realm for us because yeah. we haven't explored that yet. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting, man. But, yeah, the site's going to be up hopefully here in about two to maximum three weeks. But um, and then once it's live, I'll let you guys all know for sure. Definitely, man. I'll I'll have you on uh, again on a live yeah. one, or we could do like a one-on-one uh, pre-recorded, go in depth yeah, about that shit. But whatever, man. But uh, it's been a pleasure, bro, meeting you. Uh, thank you, Ashley, for fucking yeah. hooking me yeah. up with him. <laughs> and uh, dude, I still have. Uh, <laughs> I still have the marshmallow things here oh, that yeah. I have not opened. You haven't yet. even opened it yet. He's scared. This is for a special <laughs> occasion, and uh, yeah. now that I know exactly what's going on, I got to get the little 
fucking the chocolate inside. Heaven inside yeah, yeah, and, exactly. and chop it up and stuff like that. But, that's a good secret. So I like that. I, that's I that's extra. To say yeah. last thing, like I haven't smoked or taken THC in ten weeks. Yeah. I took one of those 15 milligrams. I took a half of the 25, so that's what, 13, uh, 12 and a half. Yeah. Uh, so what's that? Uh, 27 and a half. I'm good yeah. at math, man. Um, <laughs> I feel fucking like good. <laughs> I'm, I'm high as a fuck right Nailed now. But it. I feel... <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> people, people, ask, people ask me how to describe the experience, and I've come up with one scenario that I think Seems to be universal depending on how, how like how mild or how you get. I tell everyone it's kind of like laying in the ocean and the current <laughs> sort of pulls you in and out. Okay. And you get these little waves that yeah. come. One might be a little bigger and then you kind of dip down a little bit, but you're kind of just floating and you kind of get in this really nice space. Uh, and then, of course, if you have like half a fucking pretty pebble bar, you're going to be like, Fucking wave crash. Choppy water. That's going to be choppy. And, and you've put plenty of videos on your Instagram of uh, fucking taking too many or yeah. not, or just taking just enough how you feel, yeah, man. Right. Totally. You, yeah, you do a great job with that, my man. Nice, and man. and congrats, congratulations for everything. And man, we're, uh, we're going to become good friends, man. We're, gonna, we're, the, <laughs> yeah, sir, no, we're, the, we're the samplers of the future. Already here, best man. friends. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we have new stuff, I'm like, guys, I'm, checking, yeah. I'm sending you a special box. Oh, yeah. fucking awesome, my man. Well, uh, great pleasure meeting you, my man. And uh, we're going to let you go, and we're going to spaz out for about 10 minutes and get the fuck out of here. Awesome, dude. Well, guys, I appreciate you all so much, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, Good definitely, man. Have a good night. Right. See you guys. Fucking great. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking high as a fucking... <laughs> that was good. We're going to smoke weed after this, too. I, didn't I tell you he was going to say that? Me? I'm gonna take some fucking hits. Redial. Oh yeah, of course. Who the fuck is that? Back. I'm not redialing. I want out of here. Redial. Shut up, lady. No, no. Right. Just close that one. Or is that, is that right there? I don't know what that is. No, what's it's that say? Too far for me. Nah, I'm not shutting the whole fucking thing. I just put that down because I'm not using it. What do I need? All right, we don't need anything anyway because the screen is just right. us right now. Right. So fuck <laughs> everywhere. Actually, he's cool as yep, fuck. Cool. My yeah. God, mm -hmm. he's been everywhere. Fucking. He gets, <laughs> he smart. masters shit, yep, and they just smart. like, eh, time to move on. I yeah. fucking got to go Board. create a fucking yeah. orb or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's a wizard. Yep. Exactly. You got to be not, He's an eight. There's people like that. Yep. yep. He's doing, you know, he's doing the, the right thing. The sun shines in a certain spot. Mm -hmm. and it, you can it tell. It shows some yeah. inner... Like uh, like that uh, Roddy Piper movie with the Fuck. glasses. Oh, they live. I got you the thing. Remember I got you the thing? The yes. fucking thing? It's back there. So yeah, right there. It's fucking to Ashley's right. If you look over yeah. the right shoulder, that thing. Yeah. Oh! A little Funko Pop. Yep. Fucking awesome. Oh, my mm -hmm. goodness. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, right now I feel feeling I feel great. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. I feel... Uh, you know that movie? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I thought I would feel uh, a little paranoid because I haven't nah. taken it. I feel fucking like... I think that's the Delta 8 thing. I think that's that, like there's not a lot of paranoia with that. It's a little more controlled. Did I did I ask him what Delta E was? That's the... No, we should have. That would have been a good That'll one. That would be next, but that's... Yeah, I would imagine I'm that's not the even product he puts into his Yeah, it's his a different edibles. type of... It's a different sort of extract because of what... Like the shit that I do, it's just straight up weed plant, fucking blasted CO2, THC, straight up. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and... Delta Ray, like there's different. Yeah. Even though that's made for edibles, as fucking the vape. People whatever, smoke. That's made it. out of fucking. There's that uh, Simpson oil or something. Rick like, Simpson oil. That's yes, THC. That's a whole nother yeah. fucking. RSO. That's just yeah. that's a, that's like a, a concentrate. That's THC. That's Someone made me brownies up. with yeah. that. Oh yeah, that'll ring your bell.
And he was going to say, hey, this isn't just like cooking fucking pot no, butter. No, this that's, is. That's, yeah. that's what they give Have to Have you like, ever heard of this? I'm like, no, it sounds like a fucking, for, like, you know. Medical. Uh, yeah, that's like, what they give to like, like terminal cancer patients. Go to the beach yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't it know. Will, yeah. 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 You'll forget but, about all your prayers. Yeah, I got, it was good. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's hard to make. It was hard to make. Yeah, you got to like soak it in alcohol, then distill it. Yeah, yeah and exactly. then fucking light, light the house on fire <laughs> and shit like that. Fucking explosions. The cool thing about you know him, they just they get the product in a partner yeah. and they fucking yeah. they make magic with it mm-hmm. because, yeah. like you said, it takes twenty. I would love to know more. Twenty of the times process. Of more to like get, mm-hmm. like when the meatloaf I want to make. He's like, well, how many portions? The yeah. fucking you know. Yeah, I would lot. think twenty five to thirty would be a good. You know, it's dinner. Yeah. You know, you, yeah, people yeah. are gonna have <laughs> people are gonna have by the end of the wine. meal. <laughs> they're gonna drink your wine. So was it? Yeah, they're gonna go. Yeah, well, they do and, those. What we were talking about, kind of what with him was like, you know, they have those like three course all infused fucking dinners and yeah, shit. Even yeah, even if it's uh, yeah. like a, a dessert, yep. he makes at the end. Mm-hmm. You that know what I mean? Cool and that's do, like you know, drink mm-hmm. something in mm-hmm. the entree and mm-hmm. then. The, Dessert, or like mm-hmm. have some sort of weird or everything, yeah. a little bit of weed in everything, like something somewhere. Because yeah. butter, you know, you put it in butter, and you can put butter on fucking everything, everything you know. Yeah. So that makes yeah. that easy. Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. What a day! What a world to be alive oh in! Oh my god, I'm oh so my god. happy right now. Yeah, yeah. I am so happy right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I drank three beers. Nice. <laughs> he said that was hey, that kind yeah, of right, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to chime in on that. I didn't want to chime in on that one. Yeah, right. Oh, oh let me put this beer down. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'll put it back. Yeah, yeah. No, this doesn't help at all. <laughs> right. Like I, I don't even know what it's like to not drink a beer and smoke at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not smoking tonight. No. No, I might next. Okay. Time, but, yeah. uh, no pressure. Yeah, I, I feel good. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I say like, to, the like, floodgates are open. Like, why not? I don't need to smell like smoke right now. No, no. <laughs> say less. Say less. <laughs> Anything you want to leave off for, Tom? Nah, chilling. Good Excellent. time. Yeah. Anything you want to leave off with, uh, Ash? Might make your your, your first uh, smoker in a few weeks. Oh yeah, multiple <laughs> weeks oh. down the weed line. smoker. Oh my goodness. Actually, I see. I seen her with the pads on and. Uh, where do you, where do you where'd you get your pad work now? Oh, uh, is it at Santos with, or somewhere else? I'm with um, Tyson at Santos, George Vega, Jorge. All right, so it's There's at like Santos, a but yeah, there it's now. at Santos. Like, that looks yeah. great on Instagram. Where is that now? That's like in the um, Hope Artist Village on Main Street in Pawtucket. It's like in there. There's a thousand things in there. Yeah, it's but like a. What are you, a thousand things? Like a bunch of like stores. Businesses. And, yeah, and everywhere. Businesses everywhere. Type, but he has one of the rooms. I haven't been there. Is that one like the Met? It looks great. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> you go like right by it. Yeah. Right? It looks yeah. it looks great on uh, Instagram. Like Yeah, it's wonderful. It's just like a floor and mats, and then you go, and it's great. Perfect. Excellent. So I need some mat. Yeah. Well, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, next week, uh, we are back here. We have Mike Polvier. Oh, nice. The owner of Cage Titans coming on. Coming in or calling in? Uh, no, he's not coming in. No, yeah, right. it's, it's always calling. You know fucking I mean? 700 things going on. Yep, so that'll be the um, 10th. But he's going to call in. We're going to talk all about Cage Titans nice. on uh, May 27th. Huge fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be interviewing like a few more fighters right uh, before then, the 27th. Next that... week 
is uh, next weekend, not this weekend, the following weekend, is Cage Titans and Neff. Mm -hmm. And I got to have a couple of interviews already scheduled with a few of those guys. So uh, This weekend coming up is... um, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, but also this weekend, Leon Davis. Uh, what what is that fighting? Oh, reality. Yeah, reality at yep. uh, Mohegan Sun. Yep, grappling event. So yeah, so there's a bunch of grappling there, yep. and there's a you know a few MMA fights, mm-hmm. more grappling than cool. MMA, and uh, you know they do great there. It's yeah, Mohegan Sun. That place yeah, is a party. Mohegan Sun. Yep. And then after that, following week, Neff, uh, fifty two, and CS seventy three. Mm. You're good with the numbers, man. Yeah, you're good with these numbers. Shit. Because this is all I fucking do, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. Truth. Uh, With that said, let's do it. Thank you so much, uh, Mike Casavant. Purple Alien. (laughs) Alien. Uh, These are the 100 milligrams that I'm fucking stuttering. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued about those. Um, Those We'll be taking them. We'll take, I'll take half of one in, in here. Sometime. If you want. When uh we have, well when we have Mike on again. Yeah. Uh when he launches his uh podcast. I'm podcast. Website. Sorry, fucking website. That's coming next one on my bat. Yeah, that's good. I'll co-host I'll go the, yeah. Fucking great. He can do, do a do podcast. It. Oh my god. Yeah, he yeah. does one every night on fucking Instagram. Yeah, yeah, fucking right. videos. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm snorting now. All right. Uh <laughs> actually things are getting wild. <laughs> we'll have you on again. Perfect. When we have Mike on, uh, it's been a blast, people. Always. Um, you know, I can throw this fucking goddamn THC test away now. But <laughs> yeah. I, oh, my God. I went ten and a half weeks. Did you end up uh, taking one of those at all? No, I didn't. No. I, I just didn't want to piss in a couple. I know, right? That's fair. <laughs> on camera, Disgusting. like a couple no. pisses. Oh, look. Uh, let's check it out now. We're live. <laughs> no, I didn't want it. it I thought that was weird, too. <laughs> yeah, I thought it. I'm all done with that. Um, my <laughs> Here's my actual I, piss. I just honestly, I went ten and a half weeks without taking yeah. any uh, TAC. So we'll trust the uh, test would come so back. So I'll go another food. week <laughs> before I take some more. But uh, how many gummies are left in that thing? Oh I just feel about three, like five. Oh, good. five to ten. All right. How many ten coming at to begin yeah, with? I think I'll take do this every podcast. Yeah, but fucking take a. All right, it hit me way mm-hmm. at the end. I love it. <laughs> Good. All right, with that said, uh, you know, all our social media is up there. Mm-hmm. We're out of here. Fuck you, everyone. Good night. Bye. <laughs>